Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Who's scruffy-looking? I wanna buckle up, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, creatures of the galaxy, welcome to episode 119 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. I am one of your co-hosts, Mr. James Jimmy Dice, and with me, joining me on this beautiful Sunday afternoon in May, Mr. Ed Bossard. Ed, what's going on, man? Hey, that's me. I am happy to be here. Talk some, I think some news happened this week, finally. Looking forward to that. (laughs) Good to be here. Good, good. And the voice of that person who just chimed in over the phone here, one of our lads floating around in a skip the English channel in a haze, because that's what it feels like every time we stare at them through the video screens, Mr. Kev Garbett and Mr. Christopher Hall. Boys, how are we doing? Oh, good, mate. How are you doing? Oh. Yeah. Good, good. Doing well. Celebrating Mother's Day here in the United no. States. No, Happy yeah. Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, including my wife, first Mother's Day, heard and seen. Yeah, that's right. When's our Mother's Day, Chris? Not got a cl- I ain't got a clue, mate. Carry on. Me neither, mate. Come on. Don't go for that. Move along. Move along. And with us, we have a very <laughs> special, special guest on us with today. So you will recognize him as the, one of the co-hosts of the Bad Motivators Star Wars podcast, Mr. Dallas Wood. Welcome. Woo! Hey, I'm a sire. <laughs> I set the microphone on fire and rap styles vary and carry like Mariah. Yeah! Oh. Man, yes. My bro Sidon, king of the brochure, Mr. Dallas Wood, here with us tonight, folks, on episode 119 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. You can send us an email, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, slash Scruffy Podcasters. We have a T public website. Search it, slash user, slash Scruffy Looking Podcasters. No G, all one word. Follow us on, uh, follow us on the Twitter, not the Twitter or the sweater. At Scruffy Podcast, myself, Jimmy Dice, at Hebert207, Ed at Scruffy at B, Kev at KPG1974, Mr. Chris Hall, the artist, at Chris Hall Artist, and our boy, Mr. Dallas Wood, at Tarkin Tangents. You can also follow us on Instagram at Scruffy Podcast, Mr. Boy Chris at Chris Hall Illustration. Check out Chris's Etsy story, Black Sheep Rebellion. Search it all one word. Search it all in one word. So it's four thirty nine and the drive is open and the weather is quite nice. <laughs> That's right. Doesn't look like a big jam. Watch up out for I-38. that police chase. They're chasing down that saxophone player, Jimmy Dice, on the freeway. <laughs> he's in a white bronco and he's acting all weird. He just turned in two people into Pez dispensers, but we're gonna get him. <laughs> <laughs> well, so folks, you can leave that. us the reviews on iTunes. We are very excited. We're doing a giveaway. Uh, we hit 40 reviews. Leave your first name in the review. Five star, one star, negative stars, 200 stars. Leave your name in it. We'll announce your name on the show once we hit 40, and we'll send it to you. We'll get some cool artwork. Mr. Chris Hall, artist himself, putting it together for us. So 
we get to 40, we're going to hit, be sending out a whole bunch of cool shit. Um, so, yeah, guys. Let's get okay. the show on Let's the road. Listen to that saxophone. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Right. <laughs> the, the level of uh, musical knowledge on this podcast is Was really that James Hetfield? comparable <laughs> to none. They're <laughs> just ruining it all. Yeah. <laughs> Those uh, prints, right? Prince Dallas. <laughs> Kiss. <laughs> All right, let's do our weeks in Star Wars, boys. Real quick, we got a lot to go through. So, um, Jimmy, do you want to start? Yeah, sure. Okay, I can start. <clears throat> so, I'm just going to talk real quick about my May the Fourth experience. Um, that way, we can I can focus right on it right now. It was a great meal provided by uh, Chef Damien Sanzanetti uh, from Piccolo and Cheval Restaurants in Portland, Maine. Uh, for the past six years, uh, Chef Sanzanini's wife, Ilma Lopez, has been um, putting on this Star Wars dinner every year on May the 4th for the past five or six years or so. And uh, we've been going for at least the last five. Obviously, with the lockdown going on, um, they still wanted to offer that service for people for pickup. So naturally, you know, we're not wanting to completely part with tradition. We ordered out and we went, picked it up, brought it home. And I'm just going to list off. The items here on the menu, uh, absolutely amazing food, as always, every single time. We had the Jeddah street corn, which was absolutely delicious. Ooh. Save that for a savory dessert. Did it come um, with kyber cream? It came with kyber crystals, uh, oh, or nice. a, spiced, uh, a spiced popcorn to snack on while looking for your kyber crystals. That's the description. Nice. Uh, we had our Rebel Alliance ration kit. Uh, Starfighter Corps issue rations. There's a tomato basil arancini, Yoda's favorite. If you know this, Return of the Jedi. Oh, how you get so big eating food of this kind. <laughs> Excuse me. There's a pickled bantha salami, uh, grasses cheese, and a black hole pepperoncini. Delicious. And, and for the main course, a delicious pork parmesan and Mustafa sauce. Uh, beautiful! Breaded, fried, free range <laughs> chicken breast. I Mozzarella like provolone. The strangest NPR show. Oh, dude. It was absolutely <laughs> delightful. <laughs> Calabrian chili spiked tomato sauce, pasta, herbs. It was just absolutely amazing. Delicious Sounds pork, delicious. chewy. You should have taken a bite. You didn't know. You, you don't know what you missed, my, my hairy friend. And lastly, for dessert, the trash compactor, which is a sorted arrangement, deconstructed dessert of chocolate, peanuts, vanilla, and caramel. Um, also with it, he, he included because he always tries to have like some little cars or a nick or uh, some kind of like collectible there as well. Um, he included uh, photocopies of the tech sheets of the Y Wing, the Victory Class Star Destroyer, and the Tie Interceptor in with the pickup package as well. Also with a cool little black sticker showing the um, uh, original Death Star plan attack readout that was in the. Nice. Uh, based on Hoth and uh, New Hope. Um, but yeah, all the food was amazing. We drank it out of our, vint- our vintage uh, Burger King um, um, glassware that we bought at Celebration Chicago a couple years ago. Oh no, Celebration Orlando, excuse me. And uh, made our own sort of homemade Yoda sodas. It was a Tito's seltzer, splash of lime, splash of bitters. Really takes it there. Damn. Yoda soda. Boom. Mike, so that was my week as, in Star Wars. Was it, it as was, good? Was it as good as a Minoc roast on Ardinia? <laughs> <Ooh, laughs> <great question. laughs> 
Mine off is a little bit chewy. I ain't gonna lie to you. So right. the the uh, it was just overall really so happy to support a local business. What's been going on with all this stuff and uh, you know all the things with the coronavirus, COVID nineteen, and so thank you, Chef Sanzanetti, for another amazing, amazing dinner. Uh, it's Piccolo Main Restaurant and Cheval Main Restaurant. Absolutely awesome food. They throw down hard every single time. Can't recommend it enough. And with that, I will rest full and soundly for the rest of your weeks in Star Wars. <laughs> or Star Trek. It, is, it is good. I participated twice with you, so definitely is good. I can say that. Um, <clears throat> Dallas, you want to go next? Talk your recent. Oh, yeah. So uh, I went to the grocery store with my Vader helmet on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, fuck it. You know what I mean? This is an even better more. mask. It's keeping a dude who got burned by lava alive. It's probably good for Arona, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and oh my God, so many people got a kick out of it. And I wished I'd been with somebody so they could film it because it's kind of like fucked up to like selfie yourself while you're doing that shit. <laughs> nah, you should have done it. You should have done that. <laughs> but just film I, social I, distancing. It, <laughs> it, it, it was fun. People got a kick out of it. And then uh, I did a little toy shopping, and I, you know, I scored a 40th Lando. From a Target and a couple glasses, and Ed's like, "That thing come out like it? I think it comes out in August." I'm like, "Bro, I think it's out now, but I got it." So, <laughs> fuck. I yeah, know. man, he was just when I when I shared it with him on Twitter, he's like, "Dude, I don't think it's supposed to be out yet." I'm like, "Well, I walked into a Target and bought it." Sorry, <laughs> sorry. You went Not out into sorry. the wild. I didn't. I haven't. I don't go out in the wild much. In anymore. the wild, man. I, and I have that wave ordered through Megalopolis.com. By the way, if you guys yes. are sick of dark, dork side toys and Entertainment Earth, these guys are fast. So Ooh. I just recently got the wave with uh, Bestman Luke. Uh, it just showed up. Uh, the Yoda with the snake, which Eric hates. Eric Strothers, that is on my show. I don't know what it is about that. It's like it's like a snack Yoda has, you know. He's just, you know, you'd have some rations on you, you know. If you're going to be out doing force shit in the swamp, you'd want a snake with you, right? You could just eat that shit later. You think it's a snack <laughs> or more of like a pet or like somebody talks? Uh, dude, about. based on Baby Yoda, I think it's a snack. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, sure. we have a whole like thing about eating frogs. I mean, snakes would be like, I mean, amphibians are clearly to whatever the species is Yoda is and the child is. I mean, it's got to be like they're into fa- amphibians, you know, like me and Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's got like the – speaking of, the Lando, I compared it to the regular Black Series uh, ESB Lando. They have improved the face. The face is so much more movie-like. Um, and also on the Leia that I have and the Han that I have, they, they have um, – more um, intricate joints on like the knees and on the elbows and stuff. So if you are a horrible person and opening them, I won't fault you. They're, they're bastards. They are. No, people. <laughs> <laughs> you are one of those people that I mean, yeah. are you guys open? Speaking of are, are the four of you, any of you openers on the black series, if you collect them? Oh yeah. <clears throat> no, I'm a, I'm a, I dabble. No, wait. I dabble in both. Okay, I'm okay if you're doing doubles. Are you doing doubles? You got you got them yeah, in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Are you no opening doubles. carbonized? Like really, that's yes. where I draw the line. No yeah. way. Why, dude? I burn the boxes, dude. I burn the boxes. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> tease in the video. I'm gonna post it at some point. 
a toy is meant to be enjoyed. Like, I'm not going to be packaging up in a box and moving somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, I'm Mario, I'm recondoing everything in my place. If I'm not using it or enjoying it right now, Wait, it's gone. And a box brings me no. What is that? Yeah, Marie Kondo. She's the um, she's a very uh, trending organizational master. Oh, right now. okay. So reorganizing the condo, not <laughs> going into a new condo. Re recondoing. Okay. Oh no, no, no. Her name is Marie Kondo. Oh, yeah. She's an this organizer. Is, this is a professional organizer. It's going crazy right now. Just just Google it. You'll see it. Anyways, yeah, well, Marie condoing everything in here. I doubled up on a carbonized second sister and opened one, so that's. But I doubled it, and the packaging was fucked up for mailing, so I just did it. Whatever. <laughs> well, if it's fucked that. up, that's different. I've got this ten-inch Boba Fett pop. I bought the shit ten dollars cheaper because the packaging was fucked. Because I open pops. Yeah, pops are opening. Yeah, those those are. Dude, different. the packaging mm-hmm. is not special. Yeah. Sorry. Agreed. <laughs> All right. Um. Nice. Anything else, Dallas? Um, you know, besides uh, the <clears throat> overall jokes for May the 4th, you know, and Revenge of the 5th and all that shit, it was great. Yeah, agreed. Um, I, before we go to the Brits, the Brit heads. Thank you, Seth. Brits. Brits. You made me spill Fucking beer, Ed. Floating on their skiff in the channel. The Brits. <laughs> um, mine's pretty short. I. May the 4th, I watched the gallery, obviously, and the, um, the new Clone Wars. And I've started re- I started watching all the behind-the-scenes stuff that you get with the Best Buy exclusive box for all the... Boom! What are you up to, Ed? What are you up to, dude? I finished Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Glorious. So, moving on up. There's a nice. lot on Phantom Menace. Holy shit. I, I, a couple times I like, have to hit pause. I'm like, what the f- how much is left of this? Yeah, <laughs> fucking tons, isn't they? Fuck me. That's uh, one of the best movies to get high and watch. Phantom yeah. Menace. Hands down, man. Yeah. I come up with the craziest ideas when I'm watching that movie high. <laughs> it's like a go-to. Ridiculous of people gonna die? <laughs> Dude, boss Nass. <laughs> fucking Brian Blessed. <laughs> love it, love it. Dude, and um, I cannot. Why did they name Banaka Panaka, not Banaka? I mean, just that breath spray—that's perfect for that guy, <laughs> Captain Banaka. Pancakes. Yeah. I'll shoot these droids. That'd be good. Um, it's a droid orgy too, by the way, man. Like, there's so many fucking droid shit going on in that movie. <laughs> mm. Right, if you're into like, if you're like Lando and you're you're droid sexual, that is a that's porn. Heard <laughs> scene, man. Straight up <laughs> droid porn. I like droid wankers. Dude, I mean, even, even, that three, even that three PO in the beginning. The three PO you right? Yeah, she was. Yeah, God, they smoked a naked. lot of Astromex, man. Good thing they had like twenty of them. Like, hey, if we lose like six of them, we're good. What are they like? D cell batteries? You know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, that one shit the bed. Let me change out my batteries. In my in your drawer that again. you don't know if they're still good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, maybe. <laughs> Shit, this one's missing a wheel. Drawer with like batteries, you're not sure if they're good batteries or not. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Um, I because we finished watching Clone Wars season, which we'll talk about later. Um, the girls are all interested in the story and what happens next. And I was like, well, Rebels is another thing. And I got my girls so into it; they are locked in there, binging it. 
They are almost done the first season already. Oh, and yeah. They're excited because I went, I've like flipped through all the episodes and you, know, you see the title screen and they're like, oh, Leia's in it. Oh, Ahsoka's back in it. And they're like, oh, well, here's you got to watch them in order, Rebels. though. Here's the secret about Rebels it's a binge show. It's n- it wasn't as good every week new as it is being able to binge it. Yeah. Like, hands down. It's so mm. much better. My son ran through it in four days. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, coronavirus, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What else? Paying the price with his uh, makeup grades right now. Anyway, <laughs> it's a whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's for, my for the list. My son's fourteen and in junior high, and you know, if you've ever been to junior high, there's a lot of homework if you take four days off. Yeah, well, uh, that'd be rough. And four honors classes. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I can't wait for it. Um. Yeah, that's my week in Star Wars, really. Just a lot of, like, watching shit. I haven't received anything. I've remember, I, Like I sizzled last week, there's stuff on order. But with the coronavirus stuff going around, stuff takes a little longer, so we'll see when it arrives. Did you guys know. get the probe? Probe droid? Uh, yeah. yeah. Not me. Do you know what, Dallas? I'd the love one of them. I really would love somebody, you know, to buy me one. <laughs> just, just out of the goodness of the heart. Just, just somebody, <laughs> oh. you know. You know, because somebody has. Well, first off, first off, first off, first off, um, I have got it. I've watched Ed the episode two docs on all the 4K because we're doing them in sync now. Yes. Uh, so I've watched all that. I watched the Mando stuff, the gallery one for that. We did it. Uh, I did a May the Fourth day, which was I actually watched. Did any of you go into the New York Comic Con virtual? Comic Con that they did. No, no. Yeah, I had a quick look. They were it, they were doing like live Twitter stuff, like watching each movie, doing live Twitter things, and then they were doing like interviews with certain people. It was all right, you know, but nothing groundbreaking. But I've had two two things this week in the post. First off, Dallas, you know why you uh, did your Vader helmet in uh, what's it? I nearly had the balls to do a similar thing, but I couldn't quite go through with it. Oh, <laughs> I, well, right, no, because I got the Black Series Luke Skywalker helmet. Oh, yeah, I have that too. It's beautiful. And I wore it in the car to go. <laughs> I, was, I, I messaged these boys. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go in the car and I'm driving. You can't, I was like, I, you can't see a fucking thing in it. I'm like, I'm going to fucking... <laughs> Like kill some bastard in this thing. So I gets to the supermarket and I thought I can't go it. I didn't go into my name (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'd be the opposite of that, being like a skinny what's it? That's like this thing from it from Parkins. So my black pork scratching. Pork scratching. Yeah. So my port my um, Luke Skywalker Black Series helmet came. But then I had a I had a gift. Come. Um, a random box came to the door in the week, which I'd kind of had a hint of. And things have been a bit shitty for me lately with work and everything. And I opened this up. And there's a goddamn motherfucking probe droid in there. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. And somebody, some gorgeous, beautiful man, who's, you know... Not a bad artist when all said and done. 
His artwork does need a bit of colouring in, but, but you know, let's not go into that. He bought me a gift, and this I've opened. I've opened him up. Which because is monumental, by the way. Kev never I, opened uh, shit. I don't open anything, but I had to open it. I had to open it because I just didn't want to keep it in the box. And it's fucking brilliant. So, Chrissy, cheers, dude. Just beautiful. So, other than that, if we're being quick, because there's loads of other things we're not going to talk about, that's my week in Star Wars, boys. Nice. Nice. All right. Chris. Yes, sir. Cool. I better be super quick then, aren't I? (laughs) You're on a timer, dude. Go. Yeah. So, May 4th, I was working, so I watched the Clone Wars finale. I'm not going to spunk my load on that yet, but I will just say that it did partially make me rethink my life, and I have started re-watching Clone Wars, and I've actually watched the whole of the first season this week, and I'm halfway through season two. Oh, you're not a chronological guy. No. Oh, I love that. You should try it one time. It's fun. Cool. Nice. Um, I watched the gallery thing, which I thought was awesome. Filoni just fucking oh, dude. Lay, laying it down on oh, that at the end. Yeah. Lady's groove down big time, didn't he, man? Fuck yeah. Me. Oh, that, oh, that Qui-Gon like... thing about Qui-Gon and all that. Oh, yeah. Good. And then what I really loved about that, that I've not seen anyone else talking about, is that they're talking about, obviously, what I said was amazing. Um, but he was kind of, he was talking about Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship in part of what the whole thing you were saying. And Deborah Chow said, thank you. That's really helpful. Yeah, right at the end. Yeah. And obviously she's going on to do the Obi-Wan series. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was a nice little, like, whew, nice yeah. little nugget in there. Like that yeah, like they're obviously, more like brothers and he's not a father figure kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. that gives her some, like, meat to play with. So that was cool. Uh, I had an awesome T-shirt turn up this week. Uh, our friend Josh Chapman, who does Star Wars Spelt Out, Put out a new T-shirt, the Metallica Mon Mothma T-shirt, and it's fucking rad. That turned up this week. Here's a little sizzle. Awesome. We're having him on this oh. week. Oh, awesome! Oh, sweet. So we'll we'll oh, yeah, record tomorrow, sure. and we'll have him on the bad motivators. So he's good people. Wicked. Yeah, we should get him on too. You should. Um, and that's that's it. That's my that's my Star Wars week. Anyway, <laughs> that sounds like a great week. Was yeah, it was all right. We've we've been uh, there's not been that much Star Wars over the May fourth. My wife turned forty this weekend, so we've we've been locked down celebrating. Yeah, how did that Which go? Is, uh, do I sound really tired and look really tired? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little did you bit. Get her drunk. Uh, yeah, we had a few. Good man. <laughs> Good man. Had a few on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I think I just want to insert this here. Like, if you guys have comments on the the gallery stuff, like I, I had one one thing that popped out uh, at me in this last one, the second one, when when they commented how Favreau killed off Quill and um, IG Eleven, mm. and then you know, like you know, he's talking about the themes of humanity, life, all that stuff, and he's like, well, if you don't, then it doesn't matter. That's what he said. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, damn. I mean, this is a whole storytelling <laughs> shit, man. It's like, it's you. You're watching it. You don't think it like so deeply until like later. And it's, 
Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. You guys, anything else stick out to you guys from the the gallery series that they're doing? Uh, I, I know, really? I I know, other than the Filoni bit. The Filoni bit just like blew everybody's yeah. minds, obviously. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I was focusing on the entire time there. Because it, ah, it was just so so very well informed. Yeah. The, the Taika stuff was good in the first episode. Yeah. And then they yeah. made that announcement, which I'm sure everybody knows by now. Who's oh, listening yeah, to yeah. this? Yeah, I mean, we're talking about it soon, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, like, it, it gave you a uh, peace of mind that that film will be in good hands if you didn't already feel that from Ragnarok, anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know, right? Or, or Jojo Rabbit. Or I need to go back and watch that film that he mentions with uh, Jermaine Clement. You haven't seen oh, it? I haven't what seen we- it yet. Yeah, I need to see that shit. I've oh, what we do in the shadows? Have you not seen uh, it? I, I, oh, I'm going to watch geez. it like sometime this week. Oh, yeah, it's love it. It's fantastic. I, I'm excited. I'm never <laughs> seen it. It's fucking funny. Oh, it's so good. funny. So good. good. So good. And I watched uh, Hunt for the Wilder People as well that he did. That was on at the weekend, oh. uh, which is, if you've not seen that, that's brilliant. That's got Sam Neill in it. Of like, um, um, It sort of goes on the hunt for these things, and it's so funny. It's like typical the type. the Red October? He should do, but he doesn't. He <laughs> <laughs> should do. All right. Um, yeah. We'll talk about Taika soon. That'll be a, a, a big topic because obviously the announcement in the news. Let's go into Be More Flando. So this is a... This is a segment where we take a page from the book, Be More Lando, written by Christian Velt. Read it, talk about it, chat about it. See how amazing Lando is, because he's a fucking man. (laughs) Um, He fucks. He does. So, we are entering a new chapter, boys, like I alluded to last week. It's called (laughs) Enjoying Your Success. I think Dallas has come for the right week, hasn't he? I did. It sounds like I came for the right week. Dallas knows a thing about this. (laughs) So the comment on the chapter says, what's the point of working hard if you don't play hard, too? (laughs) Perfect. Man, it's just setting itself up. What's this plan? (laughs) So it says, you didn't install that wet bar and cape closet on your ship for nothing. It's important to revel in all you've achieved so you feel satisfied and energized enough to seek out the next big score. So, the page is entitled, Look Good to Feel Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder I feel shit, then. <laughs> <laughs> Those chucky bottoms. Kev, you listening? You listening, Kev? All right. <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> Uh, they said cape, Kev, not tracksuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I'm, I'm screwed. That that's where I'm going. Right? I mean, dude, dude, what's the oh, point? What, what's the God, point in all this winning if you cannot enjoy it? That's right. You know what I mean. You know, the only Spend swag it. a tracksuit gets you is in the Ukraine. <laughs> exactly. So, so you get that black series, take it out of the box, and play with it. You don't, Jimmy. Ooh, I don't know. No, you don't. Right? <laughs> no, Jimmy. Let it bring no, you no. joy. <laughs> no. Jimmy, and, 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 and Mr. Hebert, no, if you ever post that video of you burning those boxes, then fuck. 
<laughs> You're gonna do it, aren't you? Fucking yeah. bastard. When the time is oh. right. Yeah. So I'm trying to splice it together so I can do them um, like all one at a time, you know? Slow release it. Uh, uh, gross. Yeah, that is gross. <laughs> um but anyway, back to Lando. Look good to feel good. You're confident, successful, and have accomplished all you have with style and flair. So, so I used to say What's that? <laughs> I used to say that. You, Kev, come on. <laughs> so, why not dress with a little style and flair, too? Maybe yes! A, yeah. Oh, yes. Maybe a bantha wool coat for cold climates and breathable felution fiber mesh for heat. But remember, what you wear isn't as important as how you wear it. Mm. I agree. Isn't confidence. as important. Enough confidence and, pe- and people will think your midichlorian count is higher than it really is. You don't need the closet of a Naboo queen to pull this off. <laughs> Though you really should have a cape for every occasion. Does it, does it mention I did ask tracky bottoms on there by any chance? <laughs> Um, yes. Yes, it does, Kev. Yes. Well, it has, it has a picture here and a quote. The quote is from Han, uh, Han Solo. He says, Ham. That's a lot of capes. And it's a picture of the cape closet. Oh, oh dude. That rainbow one is killer. Yep. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, Kev, just got a bunch of capes. Sell, maybe sell your tracking bottoms. So, what did you say there? <laughs> sell well, the tracking bottoms. You've got fucking no chance, mate. These are these are glued to my legs. Yeah, man. <laughs> vintage. You gotta look like They're vintage tracking bottoms. They're not out of the box. They're not out of the rapid. <laughs> gotta look like a guy that watches football but isn't any good at it. But, but well, <laughs> it's only that they you just saw my life up there. Well said, mate. <laughs> I might have that on my gravestone, actually. That was <laughs> I love that. Hey, put that's that my, right there. That's his title. My name. <laughs> Quite appropriate. Hey, Kev, like, Kevin. Uh, yes, not men- you've not mentioned football in weeks. I know, mate. I know. I'm, um, I'm kind of trying to block it out. You know what I mean? Because it's like I'm missing it so much and it's just like killing me. Kev's so like me with the NBA. I fucking uh, miss the NBA. God uh, damn it. Uh, football is just, it's fucking killing me, man. It's horrible. I can't. I, I was doing a lot of like, you know, like on YouTube and stuff of watching old games and doing all shit like that. But I can't even do that no more. It's just fucking hurts too much. Uh, I've set like, him off now, haven't Yeah, uh, you've done it. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, golf comes it's back okay. in June. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Mm. Tumbleweed. <laughs> I thought golf was back already. I, I wish saw I a had bunch of like, motherfuckers on the course. I wish I had the like, slow oh. piano music they play during it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. The, the, oh god. Like Dude, the what about murder golf? What if like you murdered somebody what? and so they got a ball in the hole? I gotta watch that shit. Oh, that'd be good. I'd pay to that. <laughs> like kind of road warrior golf. What is this, gladiator? Yeah, but... <laughs> Battle Royale. Holy shit. Battle Royale yeah, That'd be badass. Oh, Sand trap is like... Fucking Sarlacc pit in it or some shit. Yeah. So that'd that be would great. Be Battle sweet. Royale Golf. Now there's fucking something. There's something to that. Flies yeah. too high, blaster boat destroys it. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's move on to Are You Kidding Me? Chris, you got a quick one, right? So yeah. we'll... Uh, this That's right, yeah. This is a segment where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say. Are you kidding me? If I turn the volume up like I never do. Are you kidding me? There it is. Uh, here we go. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it worked well. Cool. So you two, Ed and Kev, you two talked about the um, episode two documentary that you've been watching this week, which yeah. heavily features one Mr. Rob Coleman. Absolute lad. Um, he's been posting some right nuggets on Twitter recently. And he he posted a like a group photo of everyone from the ILM team uh, from 1999. The fashion in this is outrageous on the photo. It's, it's just so good. But... Um, <laughs> Some guy retweeted it and said, I heard that this movie was made on computers that were about as powerful as your iPhone. I've got no idea if that's true, but it sounds like it should be accurate. Accurate. <laughs> and then Rob Coleman replied to him saying, actually, it was made on less powerful than my iPhone. We had silicon graphics, SGIO2 computers during the production of episode one. They had a CPU with 400 megahertz. Wow. The CPU in my iPhone XS has a hexacore, two times higher power vortex cores at 2.49 gigahertz, plus four times lower power <laughs> tempest cores at 1.42 gigahertz. Now, I got a fucking clue what any of that means. Episode one <laughs> on computers that are less powerful than my iPhone. We're living in the future. <laughs> NASA's nineteen sixty nine uh NASA's nineteen sixty nine lunar landing module like wishes it had that shit. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. 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 It had a calculator. I love you know that shit. Oh my god. By the way, they, they showed how much was models. And then it just makes they make so much fun of all the people that say the prequels are all computer graphics. They're like, mm. they were fucking yeah. models. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was in the uh, documentary, wasn't it? When they yeah, it was. The guy, yeah, yeah, in the episode, um, the Mandalorian one, when they said like, what was the film with the most models out of everyone? It's like the Phantom Menace. It's like holy shit. Wait a second. Everybody's told me this is all all CGI. Nope. <laughs> the pod race is it, all models. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that even the stands where the people are in were was a model. Popsicles, right? Or oh, Q tips, tips or something. Q tips. Like Q tips. Yeah, that was yeah, the best. Are you kidding all me? All lined wow, up. Wow, way deep back. Yeah. Deep that cuts. That was an early. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Uh, I can't stop thinking about the segment when I watch Rogue One and hear that. I'm like, did they just splice in the soundboard? But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a good one. I was, yeah, it's crazy how much technology is advanced in 20 years. I guess it's not yeah, that, isn't it? 20 years. <clears throat> but. Dude, not even 20, is 10 years, man. I mean, the iPhone was what, 2007? Seven, yeah. I mean, that's only sort of like 13 years since we've had the iPhone. And look what it can do. Like, look what we can do right now with streaming and high-definition video and audio synced together Dude, across the world. I what can we're take doing a picture right of my now. dog making a fucked-up face in the complete darkness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's Dude, laying like, on the bed making a fucked-up <laughs> face. My phone will take that picture in complete darkness. What the fuck? Yeah. My... 
I uh, my <laughs> iPhone 11 took a picture at night with the super moon at 9:30, and it looked like 9:30 in the morning. Wow, the exposure was just like so brilliant. Yeah, I was, unbelievable. I was watching the Attack of the Clones, like I said, behind the scenes thing, and they're doing this this thing where they're they're showing what they're doing with Yoda because he's going to be computer animated for that movie. And then they're like, "Well, we're showing, we're going to show it." Like, Kev, you probably, you just yeah, saw yeah. That, so they're like showing Frank Oz this, but he's not there. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, um, on the internet. I don't know. What, do they? They had the internet that right out. Mm. But anyway, he's streaming in, you know. And I'm looking at the equipment they have for that, and it's just like <laughs> this tiny ass <laughs> screen. It's it really looks shy, doesn't it? <laughs> It looks shut. Yeah. Like, what the yeah. fuck is that? Like, <laughs> and like, so we're gonna give you a glimpse of what Yoda looks like. He's like, okay, okay, all right. Yeah. Oh yeah, that looks good. And it's like his image yeah. in the upper right, left hand corner. It's like super tiny. Like, zoom yep. is way better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I like about that dot though? Is it's like, you know, when I start watching it, and it's like for about fifteen twenty minutes, I'm actually quite interested. And it's like, what's it? After 30 minutes of them going, we need to get Yoda's hair right, and we need to get that, I'm like, do you know what? I'm fucking bored. I can't. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. It's like, I I'm, can't hold oh. through it. It's like, yeah, you did it on computer. Yeah, it's everything's fine. That's all right. It works. But that bit when it is it when they do um, the Yoda scene right at the end when he says, like, big on the Clone War has. Uh, they can't get it right for like ages all on the computer and it's like and George is like Jesus Christ lads come on just get it right yeah they called it just the Widowmaker scene the Widowmaker because <laughs> <laughs> it kept getting rejected and it's no, just no, no, like no, just do it again sad. boys like, just no, do it again boys just do it again you're like make it sad but not sad Nubian romance is the Widowmaker scene more feeling yeah, he's oh, or Creepio on a battle droid's head. Ugh, oh, that shit. That's one thing oh, they didn't uh. do. They didn't show any of the droid factory scene in that be- behind the scenes stuff. That's yeah, because it would know if you scene. made that movie. <laughs> <laughs> just skip Move that along. part. You're just like, let's not talk Move about along. that. No, there's, a, there's okay. the old documentary about that afterwards. Ed. There's another one, and it's like entirely about that droid factory scene, and it's like, Jesus wept. George is so proud of it, isn't he? Jesus Little wept. George is oh, Jesus it. wept for sure if George was proud of that. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus oh, wept. so fast and intense. I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he says that in every did... documentary. It's funny. Yeah. He has said that, everyone. God, I love I yeah. mean, if you fucked up and you, you didn't want to admit it, why not double down and say it's the best shit ever? <laughs> That's clearly, yeah, clearly it. Christopher Lee, holy shit, he was good in it. Um, yeah, man. Apparently, they, he could have had two lightsabers. <laughs> like there, he was his stunt double was throwing around. I don't know. But did um, you watch the? Uh, sorry, Ed, did you watch the interview one? When they talk about the there's the bit there's the documentary about the blue screen about. Um, they interview like Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christian, and it's about acting against like a green screen with nobody there. And like the first one that comes on is like Christopher Lee. And it's like, and they go, and it comes on like all very English. And he's like, yes, they asked me uh, what it was like acting against a blue screen and with no other person there to react to. And of course, I say to them, a lot of my co-stars have been like that over the years. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it, like, it like cuts off straight away, and I'm like, fucking brilliant. That, what that's, a laugh. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> fucking brilliant. 
Love it. And then obviously all the others talk about it, but yeah. Yeah, I, was, oh, I love I that. Was, I was just a little, I was like, no Droid Factory, but so much Dexter. Mm. <laughs> so much. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> all over that fucking documentary. But, um, Phones are powerful. That's what we got from that, innit? Well done. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're the outer rim. So, we're going to talk about the finale for Clone Wars now. Um, and then after that, we'll get into the big news that we heard on, around May 4th. So, no. let's do a little spoiler warning first. For, yeah. Force? First? That sucked. Yeah. My bad. Let's do a little spoiler warning first, and uh, then we'll get right into that Clone Wars finale episode, talk a little bit about that, what we thought, not like go through it in depth or anything, but yeah. Chris. Come on. Lies! Deceptions! Four spoilers every day! (laughs) I love it. That's you know what's funny about you know what's funny about that is like on May the fourth I did watch rewatch Ray One and whenever fucking Saw Guerrero came on I was pissing myself laughing just like <laughs> it's hard to just take him seriously now <laughs> I died when he took a hit off his chest bong yeah I <laughs> yeah, dude I want one of them oh good <laughs> have you seen Blue Velvet the David Lynch film it's literally <laughs> like Dennis Hopper and Blue Velvet don't you fucking look at me. <laughs> Seriously, go and watch that film. You're like, Saw Guerrero's doing Dennis Hopper. Fuck me. <laughs> In a Star Wars film. Anyway. Anyway, sorry. back to Clone Wars. <laughs> we had the finale for the entire fucking deal. And I, we were all impressed, I'm pretty sure. But um, mm. <laughs> let's talk about it. What do you guys, let's go around the horn. Say what you thought of it. And then we'll talk about specific scenes thereafter. Kev, what do you think of Clone Wars? For now, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Can I deal with Chris's rigging? Not too shabby. Oh, not too shabby. <laughs> not too shabby. Um, I don't know what to say. It was extraordinary. Um, uh, I think we're all going to be uh, totally agreed. Um, this episode was terrible. Um, just <laughs> a petition. <laughs> I've started a petition to fucking. Get it remade and get it redone and all that shit. Um, Star Wars is dead. Star Wars, Dallas. Star Wars is dead. Hashtag fuck it. Awful. (laughs) No, it was uh, (laughs) fuck it. I loved pretty much most things in it. There was the I love the clones and how it showed them after Order sixty six that they weren't complete. you know, completely brain dead or completely brainwashed by this, that they still retain their own humanity and they could kind of, you know, they were just under these orders from Palpatine. I loved Ahsoka's art, which was phenomenal. And the fact that she refused to still kill clones, despite the fact that um, they were going to kill her, that, that her and Rex were still kind of not, didn't want to kill them. Um, the ending was just something else. The action was brilliantly sort of animated the bit where Ahsoka put them lightsabers in the floor a la kind of you know oh, saber a circle saber and just breaks. Put... we're calling them saber breaks oh dude that was... <laughs> that, it was like the Revenge of the Sith scene, deleted scene though wasn't it you know with Anakin yeah. and Obi-Wan when they kind of do it yeah. and it was just like phenomenal oh, Kev, that... Kev that scene like hit me hard I was like this is what I wanted yeah 
Oh, dude, it was just lightsaber <laughs> using them like that. Like, ah, uh, like uh, the whole episode is what I wanted. But, yeah, uh, that, I think. That, I, I think. I, I got to be honest. I think I did swear out loud when it happened. I thought I just went fuck. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like me on my own watching Clone Wars, thinking, shit. Did you see that? It was like fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the music, the music throughout, which they obviously took certain cues from the original stuff, and there was a bit from Padme's funeral, and just bits from Episode Three was fucking astonishing. But the ending was just brilliant. There's still, you know, afterwards, and I've still thought about it. There's still a lot of questions that I'm sure we're going to get later on. But just this whole arc has been phenomenal. No doubt, I've got every absolutely no doubt that this will be re-edited into like a one film, and it will probably come on Disney Plus or something without the little breaks in it and stuff like that. But yeah, just fucking brilliant. Yep, yep. Uh, Chris and pro oh. and pro probe droids, dude. Probe oh droids. yeah, and probe droids at the end. That's right. That's right. Yep. Last um, scene. Chris, did you watch it? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I watched it. I've watched it several times. Nice. Um, obviously, as we've been talking about this last series, I've been the guy that's not been overly like into it. I've never been the biggest Clone Wars fan. Um, but I have enjoyed this final arc, and I wasn't prepared for how emotional this ending was going to get me. And I was stunned, to be honest. I thought it was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. The The final scene just floored me. Absolutely floored me. Um, yeah. I just feel like an idiot, to be honest, that are I've you, not been on board. Are you talking board. the Vader thing? Uh, that scene or... before. Oh, okay. Like, the scene with um, Rex and Ahsoka... Yeah. Looking at the great <laughs> graves of all the clones um, and the parallels of that and obviously the, the bit with Vader just fucking, I, yeah, it just blew me away and I feel like a bit of a dick to be honest um, <laughs> for not giving it, not too for shabby. not giving it my, my <laughs> yeah, full yeah. attention, um, <laughs> which is, which is why I've just been like, fuck, I need, I need to go back and reassess this. <laughs> which is what I've done this week. Um, and there's been some clangers. For the, hey, see what I did there? Um, mm. In season one. But it picks up towards the back end. And season two starts with a fucking bang with Cad Bane. Um, hey. And I'm, I'm just loving it. I'm yeah. totally loving it. Yeah, Cad Bane's a, <laughs> he's a badass, for sure. So, mm. yeah, I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> Nice. Do you know what I love? Do you know what I love about the scene with all the clones when he he put them in all in the graves and all that lot? I was kind of afterwards. I kind of thought, I wonder if fucking Ahsoka helped him out and how long that took him. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one shot. It's like, like it's like that shot from overhead when there's like literally like fucking twenty or thirty odd clones all better. And I thought, I bet that fucking took him ages. <laughs> well, you all no, they they had more than one shovel. Because they had the R2 unit that didn't yeah, make it, so they could take the dome off and use the underside of the dome as part yeah, of the shelf, true. more like a bowl, but you know, you could turn yeah. it into a makeshift shovel to help dig some clone graves. 
Yeah, and then they went, then they went sledging on it, like Clark Griswold style afterwards. Doesn't that sound like an awesome metal band cloned Gravedigger? <laughs> Dude, that would be that's like, gotta happen. Awesome metal band cloned Gravedigger. Yeah. yeah. Couple a- highlights for me, fellas. Oh yeah, yeah. Ahsoka ahead, on that hollow table. Deflecting the bolts up into the ceiling. Mm-hmm. That animation was fucking incredible. Oh, that, in um, that episode before. Yeah. As an NBA fan, I enjoyed the reference to Kobe Bryant with the black droid named Gigi. It's black and gold, like the Mamba shoes. Gigi, Gianna Bryant. There was a rumor that that's a tribute to her. Oh, Thought really? that was awesome. Gosh, um, also, Anakin's code being 80, 8008. Like Kobe Bryant scored eighty one points in, or eighty points in the 08 jersey, so that's, that's cool. rumored to be another Kobe reference in that last episode. But really, for me, I hate to say it, of all that cool shit that went down with the socket was seeing a Clone Wars Vader. The yeah. animation on that Vader was fucking brilliant, yeah. fucking brilliant. I mean, I thought Battlefront's Vader was good. Oh mm-hmm. my god. This this Vader, I want to see more of that. Like, just do me a series of Vader chasing down Jedi in that fucking animation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Even though just the way me, he gimme, walked gimme, out gimme. there on the snow, just his walking, I was like, ooh, yeah, 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 go. dude. C- couple minor things. Can you imagine having people with your face painted on their helmet trying to murder you, but you mm. don't try to murder them back? That's I mean, that I mean. was. I love that. Quite yeah, a yeah, nuance yeah. there. I, I really, that was so strange to see all those Ahsoka faces trying to kill Ahsoka. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like something out of a bad clown movie, right? Yeah. It's like the movie Critters. Yeah, fucking oh. <laughs> love the Crites. I love Dude, that film. Fucking Critters is great. Yep. Um, anyway, else, Dallas, from the finale that really stuck with you. Um, I, I. I didn't get as emotional as some people, but I understand why. Yeah, um, it definitely was a tearjerker episode. I I loved it. I don't think they could have done. It, it immediately made me go watch Revenge of the Sith, and I'm also happy I recently revisited the Revenge of the Sith novelization because this shit is all kind of in that same swamp, and it's they've done a really good job of even though that that stuff's older now, especially like the novelization of the movie, like it still ties in several years later. Yeah. Even more in depth. Like it's just another piece in that prequel cog that makes the prequels good years later. Yeah, definitely. It reinforces it. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you don't want to immediately go watch twilight of the apprentice on rebels after watching Uh. that season finale, which is what I did. Yeah, I was gonna say. And like, then you, I went to. And they're like, "God damn Vader animation! God damn it! You <laughs> yeah. had so much potential." <laughs> yes, yes, agreed. Um, Jimmy, dude, I uh, <clears throat> as you know, the last previous episode, second to last episode, my big focus was on the um, sort of the Mandalorian montage when you see um, Sabine Ren's mom and. Uh, Bo-Katan doing the whole mall transfer. This the the music there is just so in deep and so intense and very emotional when they're on the ship and you're seeing Rex fight it and the cool twist at the end when he saves them. 
And then this episode, how it just picks the last episode, how it picks right off. You're still in the action. You're right into it. It doesn't mess around at all. You're not doing with any filler. This is straight story for, you know, however long this episode is, 23 minutes, 24 minutes, or however yeah, or however long. Um, I thought it was great. Now, for me, as a book reader, uh, I, I mentioned this before, like I wanted to see how this tied into the, to the Ahsoka novel that uh, E.K. Johnson did. Uh, a few years ago, um, and uh, before I get into that, though, my my last favorite scene was again the last scene when we saw Vader. Um, but even before that, when we saw Ahsoka with Rex, they're having that sort of um, graveside memorial for the clone troopers, knowing that mm-hmm. like no, they they were humans. You know what I mean? Like you said, Ed, um, doesn't matter what the chip made them do. It was their memories and experiences that defined who they are as their you know individuality and their individuals rather than just be clones. Um, I loved it when Vader picks up the Shoto lightsaber, ignites it, and be like, "Damn, I gave her to these in excellent condition. What the fuck is she doing leaving this here?" <laughs> it's like ice in this shit. Like what? <clears throat> I was like, "Motherfucker." Um, so that was that was really exciting. I, I love that whole thing. You know, he sees it, he holds it, and you can just see that 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 uh, conflict still a little bit within him, and just be like, you know what? Nope, shut it out. Kill you know, kill the boy, Jon Snow. Become the man you're meant to be. Whatever. Um, you know, uh, just another one of those small moments. And really, like this whole final arc really establishes not that it was an in question before, but really puts the stamp on. Ahsoka being a really primary Star Wars character in this in the Star Wars universe, you know she is uh, even though she's not live action yet, and um, doesn't have a you know isn't really intertwined with the trilogies like our classic characters are. Uh, she has a very strong place in canon and in the universe right now from just a fan base perspective, a story perspective. Um, everything about her is great, and I've really come just love and embrace her um, mm-hmm. throughout all of levels into now. Um, and then finally, I just want to pick a few. I just want to pick a few nits on this. Um, I, I only had a couple, a couple real my again, again. I'm only saying this because I read the book, and there were some irregularities here. But by no means does this take away from my holy experience or fun experience that I had with this with the show. Which book are you talking about? This is the Ahsoka novel by E.K. Johnson. Oh yeah. yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So if you go out to like, I think it's. Um, it's page uh, page sixty five. You know, she's saying that she should have been at the temple. She should have been with Anakin. She should have helped and said she'd been on Mandalore, almost entirely alone, surrounded by clones of confusion and blaster fire. Maul had escaped, of course. She had the opportunity to kill him, but chosen to save Rex instead. True. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that really bothered me about this whole thing is she turned on her lightsabers, and she told herself it was there. Irid- incandescent green glow in the dark night that made her eyes water and i was like oh no they were blue not not green why would you (laughs) why would you do this to me and then um the uh, the last thing about it is you know she knelt extinguishing the energy and planted both hilts of her weapons in the freshly turned dirt at the grave of marked commander rex and rex had already gone at that point less less i'm really worried about i don't really care The, the only pick i wanted uh, the only nit i want to pick with this is that you know the, this book just came out in 2000 and whatever this was just a few years ago 2016 and already four years later they're retconning a little bit of this you know what i mean like they changed the lightsaber color they're bearing to it should have been on mandalore wasn't on mandalore the other 
key components of the of the story is there. Maul escaped. Uh, she saved Rex and let Maul go, and that's the thing that's going to gnaw at her, as we see throughout the Rebels episodes as well. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I, I, it was, it is what it is. I got overall, I got no beef about it. But man, please don't be like the Star Trek series and just retcon every single novel that comes out. <laughs> For us book readers out there, it drives us insane because, like, damn it, this is completely different in the book. <laughs> that's the only, that's the only pick I'm going to net. Otherwise, again, absolutely loved it. Yeah, I mean, they could have easily. <laughs> Put Rex's helmet on a stick. On yeah, they just said Rex on mm. it, and she could have put both of them there. Because right now, you think that she dropped the Shoto, she still has the other one, yeah. which is not the case, at least in the uh, book, anyways. Yeah, but yeah. you know, who gives a shit about the book? Um, <clears throat> but the book was a really well-written book. It was one that, like on the Goodreads article I was talking about last week, got highly ranked. So, anyways, that's my that's my pick. I'm knitting, and uh, here we are, and there it is. There it is. Nice, nice. Why do you, Why do you think then that they didn't? She didn't drop both. I I, I don't if know. I, about why would why did she just drop the one and not? I'm thinking. I mean, they I might have future plans for it. That's the mm. only thing I can think of, right? Yeah, same right. here. So there did could I. be something standalone about it. There could be something that they're going to tie in. And you know what? If they just want to say fuck it, we're just going to disregard this entire Ahsoka E.K. Johnson novel. Fine, so be it. But. Don't go through the effort. Like these writers put a lot of effort and time into writing these stories. Only to have it change on the editing screen on animated series later on. That that just kind of irks me just a little bit. Mm. Um, you know, cause just <laughs> for us book readers out there, it's like ah, it's so simple to just make this one thing like cohesive and coherent with it. I, th- so. I think I think Ahsoka needed something cylindrical with her. For what reason? I- like an Inquisitor <laughs> blade? What? So I can't give up both. I need something to play with. Oh, yeah. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, so anyways, um, that's, uh, that's my vibe. I love it. Yeah, I love the episode. My girls loved it. They watched it the three times I watched it. Um, Darth Maul owning in the fucking uh, engineering bay oh. with the oh my god. Well, there was like two star killer bits, weren't they? Really, with it, but yes. like. Then Ahsoka does one later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk about that next. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he's just, like, pulling the engine down and throwing people. It's so good. Yeah, that was rad. Yeah. Um, And then the Ahsoka, like, trying to keep Maul in that transport uh, ship from leaving. Mm. Oh, Uh, man. The idea that the Force is a rope hasn't occurred to me yet. Oh, really? you You know how, like... She was holding it, and then it was pulling her with it. And I was like, wait, I'd never... That's you not, not played Fallen Order? I have played Fallen Order. Come on. You do that I shit have. all the time. Yeah, I played it. I, I played it. Finished it. Easy. It, <laughs> wait, it, it doesn't... Fake news. It doesn't pull you with it. I, I don't know. Does it pull Ray though, in, the, in Rise of Skywalker? A I little bit. So. I, I just thought, like, you know, she holds with the Force, and if you can... You can if you can't. You can't. Like I didn't. I didn't realize there's like a rope or something, and you're like trying to hold on to it, and you need something to put your feet, brace your feet on. Like I don't. I don't know. Like it just. It bothered me a little bit. It's the only real thing that really bothered me for some stupid reason, but um, it was nothing really. <laughs> well, do but, you think? Do you do you think it could be like you know like she is connected? 
to the shuttle. Like she's moving at the same pace as the shuttle. You know what I mean? Like they're locked in it together. Yeah. So the only thing that is causing her to move is is stuff that's unrelated to this force interaction between her and the shuttle. And it's really the amount of or her level of friction on the bottom of her boots mm-hmm. and the level of friction on the uh, surface of the plate steel that she's standing on. Mm-hmm. So she's literally like sliding across this ice rink. Yeah. Mm. I love the friction talk. It's good. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that, you I mean, talk, you know, talk, that oh. power, her throwing the lightsabers around, and Maul just, like, kicking ass. Like, come on. Maul throwing, lifts the freaking control console out, throws it aside, freaking brushes away the, the, the Imperial officer, Imperial, but the officer away, and just mm. pulls the engines down on top. Oh. That was that was so menacing. That whole thing, Ugh. it just goes on the rampage. Doesn't doesn't need a like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, fuck lightsaber. I'm out of here. What do you need them for? <laughs> it reminded me a little bit of Vader in Rogue One when he was what, walking down mm-hmm. the corridor, just oh, like, yeah. <laughs> taking yeah. no prisoners. It's so much easier to slice a dude in half when you float him to the ceiling. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine playing Vader in tennis with that back, like backslash, man? Ambidextrous with those robot arms. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Should be banned from the TPM tour. Jeez. Yeah, right. I couldn't even be R2 at tennis. Never mind Vader. Fuck you. (laughs) You know why I'm jealous of R2? Because he takes the stranger to a whole new level with all those appendages. Speaking of R two, can we have a moment? Of, can we have a um, can we have a moment of silence for those poor little astromech droids oh, that uh, got uh, the yeah. short end uh, of the blaster? Oh, that, was that? that was cold. That was brutal. That was cold. Uh, killed. That droids, was Order sixty six. That was definitely a scene. I looked over at my girls as it was happening. I right. Like, I mean, <laughs> as Star Wars fans, we're more upset when droids die than when children die. Yes, mm. that's true. Isn't that weird? <laughs> right? The younglings. <laughs> Thor's Mandim, fuck that guy. <laughs> Gigi, oh, oh, don't die, Gigi. Oh, no. He died. Uh, he helped K- so much. L3 <laughs> dying in solo? God damn. I know, I know. And yeah, A2. We make, we make two. Yeah. A2. A2. Oh, yeah. A2. That's oh. brutal. That is brutal, that. So, speaking but of. Thor's Mandim, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that. Eight Master Skywalker. Six year old, whatever it was. <laughs> What are we going to do? Chris Willis, if you're listening, I'm I'm sorry, sir. (laughs) That's right. He voices him on. Yeah, he does a perfect source, Andy. Yeah. uh, Speaking of like feelings and stuff, when when Ahsoka, you know, Ahsoka in Clone Wars has grown up so much, and I'm sure you're seeing it, Chris, because you're watch you're rewatching and seeing Ahsoka at the beginning, and in this. When she has the, the outer bay doors open and she sees the planet coming towards them and she says, we need to get out of here. And then the music is going. Mm-hmm. I was, I, for some reason, I was like, wow, she is like a full-fledged adult, matured. You know what I mean? Like she has grown mm-hmm. so much since the beginning of Clone Wars. It's incredible. I, I used to not really like her. Now I fucking can't get enough of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys the same with her? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. she's right. 
I love the um, I love the uh, golden eye moment. I'll say uh, <laughs> when she's like flying through the sky, like trying to like land herself right into the co-pilot spot of the blue eye wing. It's yes. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking <laughs> yeah, of uh, flying, Pierce Brosnan, that shit. Like her leap, she did a couple like Spider-Man jumps, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's bird. <laughs> oh, easy, easy, easy. Yeah, I need a, uh, need a napkin for that one. Do not edit that out, Ed. Whatever you fucking do, do not edit that out. That's going on the soundboard. <laughs> oh. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, no. Jab, like Jabba when he eats that frog. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about four sleeping. I just fucking love it. I don't. I don't know. I, mm. And then the music where they do the the scale up and down with the flute mm. as she jumps. Oh, love it. Helps um, a video game. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you guys. When Vader's holding that lightsaber, in uh, Ahsoka's lightsaber, what do you think he's thinking? Do you think he knows this, she survived? Do you think? Do you think he's thinking like, where the fuck's the second saber, or like what? Like, what? like I said, is this a flashlight? <laughs> <laughs> Why does this look like me? Oh wait, I know this. <laughs> I mean, there's got to like be my some. Robot dick. There's got to be some kind of a question of who dug all these bodies and all these graves. Yeah. Uh, did she help? That's what I wanted. <laughs> That's a, no, but honestly, like, what's going through his head as he's holding that? He must sense she's not dead, right? Like, that's like a forced thing. That's the thing is they don't really. Is that before the rebels fight? I, I gotta assume uh, it's before the rebels fight. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be at any point in that. You know, sure. between now and or between well, then. Well, he, well, he has his lightsaber with him, doesn't That's he? Fine. So it's clearly a bit after. It's in the comics. He doesn't get his lightsaber till a bit later, does he? Right. In the in the comics, which he's yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. It's a little bit after then, isn't it? It's got to be. Speaking least... of the the Charles Soul run, right? Yeah. Mm. Where the Emperor says the most metal line in all of comics: "Make it bleed." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shit is so he dope. Kill, I, I can't remember what Jedi he kills. He kills that and then makes his lightsaber from there, which he's got in this. So it's got to be a few yeah. months after, um, because he looks up at the fucking Morai, doesn't he? That's floating around. Convor. And... Convor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is a symbol of Ahsoka. So that's pretty cool. He's probably just, but apparently somebody says that in the animation, if you fucking got a, if you blow it up in his eyes, you know, in the Vader suit, his eyes are not Sith eyes in it, that they are Anakin's oh. eyes that he's looking up at. That I haven't, I haven't got good enough fucking tally for that, Ed. You'll have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've not got a four K tally, dude. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um. so. So we we all loved it. Um, my final comment is the artistry. Love the top down shit, you know, like the wreckage in yeah. the ground and like mm. from the top down and the graves as well. It's, it's like somber yet hopeful music at the end. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Ahsoka still yeah. lived and Ahsoka the Gray. Am I right there, Jimmy? Mm. No, Ahsoka the White. Yes. Well, she Ahsoka the Grey now she becomes Ahsoka the White when she comes out of her second confrontation with him on Malachor. Her yep. done. Yep. Ahsoka so, the White. 
So yeah, Clone Wars is good. It's not too shabby. Not too shabby. Not too shabby, mate. <laughs> pretty fine. Well done. Let's talk about Taika Waititi Woo! doing a Star Shut Wars up. film. StarWars.com announced it May 4th. They said he's going to direct and co-write a new Star Wars feature film for theatrical release. Are you guys excited? Not excited? What do you guys think? Let's go around the horn. Kev? Yeah. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. What more can be said? If, you, if you're talking of directors you want to do Star Wars, take as one. So, fucking fantastic announcement. Is there any, anything about his stuff that you that makes you say that? Well, yeah, pretty much everything that he's done in the, in the past. I love. I know he wrote co-wrote Flight of the Concords, which I love. I've loved Thor Ragnarok. I've loved Hunt for the World of People. I've loved what we do in the shadows. I've loved Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a fucking perfect blend of, after Thor Ragnarok, the perfect blend of humor, action, his episodes of Mando are fucking spot on. Yeah. What more can I say? Agreed. Fucking brilliant. Absolutely. Can't wait. Yep. Chris? Yeah, just like Kev said, uh, Thor Ragnarok is probably my favorite MCU movie. Um, Agreed, yeah. Just Mine too, bro. Mine just too. Give, just give me that Star Wars, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. That, there's, there's that bit in that film, mate, when fucking Led Zeppelin kicks in right at the end. <laughs> I just can't help but get a boner. It's just like down to get the down to down to get the down to down. Give me that. Can you clean off your weapons? Fucking. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Brilliant. Yeah. Give me a character like Korg in Star Wars. Oh, you know Piss what? Off that... mm-hmm. <laughs> He's brilliant. That, that... Foundations are gone. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. <laughs> oh, we were... beautiful. We were going to start a revolution, but I've ran out of pamphlets. <laughs> and only my mom and her boyfriend showed up and he's a bit of a dick <laughs> <laughs> what a lad brilliant a lad. yeah he's that's a lad nominee right there um yeah dallas. yes mate very oh, excited so, yes carry on yes excited dallas what do you think so when i first got done watching chapter eight of the mandalorian knowing that my favorite MCU director had directed that chapter, I went, well, there's no way he'll do a Star Wars movie, but God damn, that would be fucking awesome if he got a Star Wars movie. And then they announced it, and I went, like Kev, what's more to say? This is what we want. How can you hate on this shit? I mean, Jesus, give this to me now. Insert it into my veins. I agree. I agree. Totally with you on that. Jimmy. Taika. I mean, <clears throat> it's pretty cool. I mean, they gave him the eighth episode, the final episode of season one. So already they must have have some, uh, you know, significant level of faith and 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 just seeing his work is absolutely amazing. I'll echo the comments about Thor Ragnarok. Um, just the guy is the guy is a talent. He he's he's skilled. He knows what he's doing. I love his work. The quality's there. He's a Kiwi, which is amazing. Yep, and. Uh, I mean, we just got to see what he's going to bring. I'm really excited for the prospects of this because of how well done uh, Chapter 8 Redemption was in Lawrence <clears throat> Season 1. Yeah. You know, just the, all the interactions between all the characters and the Mandalorian and just how it was executed. 
oh my god it was amazing like the moment you know when he goes and i've noted before every single time never missed it when he goes and restocks his ammo supply and uh you know gets those explosions <laughs> like, like, those explosive devices put back into his thing you know i never uh, are you kidding but, me i know son for, of a bitch for long time listeners that's a deep cut jimmy i love it that's yeah, a deep yeah, one that isn't it and I'm not going to bring it back. So um, I'm really excited to see what he brings. I want to. I want to see more of it. I think in general you're going to see the Mandalorian. Anything that Filoni and Favreau and these guys touch kind of turn to Mon Calamari Flan, if you know what I'm saying. Yep. Like, there ain't going to be no Imperial credits. It's going to be good shit. We're talking latinum bars, gold pressed latinum. That's how good it is. Um, That's Star I, Trek, isn't it? It's fine. It's fine. Just roll with it. Um, is, because, it is it co-op? Is it co-op? No, it? Gold press. Yeah, right. Because you know, you 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 see, like the Skywalker saga. That's on its own trajectory. That was going to head wherever the way it was going to head, no matter what, irregardless. Which is not a word of how it was going to end up. And you know, there it is. The Mandalorian is something new, and what Disney is uh, and what Disney is being smart about is allowing Favreau and Filoni and these. These um, this amazing cast of directors and staff and everybody um, really put everything they want into this and really put everything they can to it because you're really seeing the character of the director and the writing. Um, it just makes me more excited. I'm not gonna I'm not worrying about 50 board directors sitting around a table discussing episode three of the Mandalorian season two and how it should end and someone should hold this and hold that. You know what I mean? I want one writer, one director. I want it to be a continuous homogenous story arc and that's what we're getting here and i'm very excited awesome yeah hopefully he sticks on at least to help produce partly right movies thereafter if there's continuation um i'm super excited i feel like his humor that i've seen in the movies he's done matches star wars like i think it's a perfect blend i feel Ooh. like the force awakens and the last jedi kind of rubbed me the wrong way with their humor at first Obviously, I got used to it as I kept watching it, and then I'm fine now. But like, I feel like I need to be fine with it right off. And I think Taika has a good handle on comedy because mm. that's where his roots are. <clears throat> so I think he'll do that really well with Star Wars. And he's being joined by uh, Christy Wilson. You got Christy, Christy Wilson Carnes. Um, she did 1917 and Last Night in Soho. That that's exciting to me. I, 1917, I loved. You guys got any comments on her? Not really. Just what you said. She, yeah, just yeah. Exciting. I loved. I loved that. That that movie was great. So if she's writing it, then for, it's going to be good, isn't it? Yeah. It. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Speaking of Mandalorian, <laughs> we got some uh, little rumors here going on. Some casting what do we rumors, have? Some casting rumors. Someone named uh, someone that you like, Kev. Ooh. Some <laughs> Boba. Oh, oh yeah! Come on, give it to me, Boba. boy. Boba. <laughs> so Hollywood Reporter has come out. And said, Tamora Morrison has is returning to Star Wars to play Boba Fett. 
What do you think of that, Kev? Kevy? <laughs> well, when I heard the announcement, did it matter that I was running around my garden bollock naked in celebration? <laughs> <laughs> it was you and the Yoda, and that Yoda was disgusted. Be on my, my garden, Yo Noba. Fucking God. I was yeah. like, dude. I was fucking ecstatic, man. This is fucking... Uh, what did we say a few shows ago when we talked about Mando and that episode with um, ming Na Wen, is it? That yep. she's not dead, that she was coming back, and we all... Uh, Fett was always fucking coming back, but when it was... There's part of me, though, right, that still wishes I didn't know he was in it now that they kept it yeah, as a surprise. I'm the same. I'm the same. Like, I wish I was surprised with it, but fuck it. I'm excited. <laughs> I, know, I know it's kind of difficult in fucking times today to keep it quiet, but I think, like, with all that's happened with season two and the fact that they've announced Rosario Dawson and all this casting rumors of who's going to be in it, I'd have just, like, something kept a bit of a surprise. I always thought Boba would come in it, but fuck it. I, I don't give a shit now. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. <laughs> Fucking give it to me. As there Dallas said, put it in my veins right now. Bukaki my face with Fed. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's one <laughs> way to put me some Fed ah. cocky. All <laughs> over cocky. it. Fucking all over it. I'll take it. I don't fat care. cocky. Nice. Hashtag. Give me some fat cocky. Fat is my second favorite character. So as soon as they announce this, I'm like, okay, cool. I was right about that terrible chapter five. That was yes. Boba Fett. Yes, please. And is he going to be a good guy or a bad guy? Mm, I know. We don't know. Is he going to be a, a, a mentor in some way to Din Djarin? Or is he going to be an enemy to Din Djarin? And it creates this like drama. Great, yeah. Like there's so many – like the people who are discounting this FET thing, like fuck you. You haven't thought about it. Fuck you and don't enjoy it. Don't enjoy it. If you hate this idea, don't enjoy it because we're going to love it. Yeah. Why are, are people dissing this already? Yes, they're pissed oh, yeah. about Fett coming back. Fuck you. I'm sorry if this if this is not an unpopular opinion. <laughs> let us enjoy it. No, okay. I think we're all we're all popular. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there are so many people out there that's like boo, 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 Boba Fett. You know what? Shut up until you see it. You'll probably want to, your tune will be so cha- changed. Oh, it's just like Heath Ledger is the Joker, where it was like, oh, this is going to suck, and then it was like, fuck it. Oh, man. It's exactly like that. Dude, Tamara Morrison. I remember that vividly. Look at this guy. He's like, he's older now. He's going to be grizzled. Like, oh, it'll be just kept yeah, back. My, my he's, favorite he's scenes. An amazing acting job. Well, my favorite scenes in Aquaman were with him in it. Fuck yeah. me. It was great. <laughs> listen, listen, Dallas. You, yeah. you know that you make the perfect and I am I am totally on the same level with you right now because can you imagine what the cesspool that we know as the Internet would be saying if they found out that a baby Yoda was going to be in season one and be oh, the yeah. primary character of season one, the oh. Mandalorian. Can you imagine how much shit, shit people would lose about it? They right? almost knew that would happen because they did an amazing job of keeping that secret. Well, it, so that's the thing. They introduced it in such a way that it's like, it's okay. We got this. But the initial re- knee-jerk reaction of everybody and their asshole out there is going to be, oh, no, they're going to ruin Star Wars for me again. Oh, the <laughs> petition. I got to get a petition in my hand right now so I can sign it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jimmy, it's... Just- 
Do Scottish people make petitions by any chance? No, no, Wisconsin. <laughs> How oh, small is your cock that you have to do a petition about Star Wars? Right. I've got loads of them. Got loads of them, mate. Oh, oh man, that's so. Oh, <laughs> timing on that one. Fucking hell! I can't believe that people are dissing that shit. No, no, no. Oh, well, it's ridiculous. Dude, if you remember, if you recall, uh, Boba Fett actually lives before they retconned everything, but he was alive in the expanded universe. He was alive forty years after the events of Return of the Jedi and became Mandalore. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this has already been said and done, and here, he's he's already he's already alive. He is it has alive. Potential like him being dead is not fun for Star Wars. Nope, it's no. not. No, no. Way it's not. no. Also, no. what's the most Star Wars thing now that we've set up this whole Maul arc in the animated series? Like yeah. if that motherfucker's alive, like fuck you. I know, I do. <laughs> you saw him okay. get cut he's got in half. Our armor and a jetpack. You do the math, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> So if I can, if you can indulge me just for one minute, two minutes on this, um, way back, Star Wars Expanded Universe novel by K.W. Jeter, book one of the Bounty Hunter Wars trilogy, Star Wars The Mandalorian Armor, right? It's a three-book series, talks about a lot of the sort of the Bounty Hunters Guild and how that was created and stuff like that. It is great. Absolute awesome book. And I'm just going to, this one section here, uh, page 12. You know, you have Dengar and his girl Manaru come by to save friggin' Boba Fett in the friggin' middle of the desert, all chewed up and shit. And he says, what happened? Sarlacc swallowed me. The words seemed to come out of their own volition. I killed it, dot, dot, dot. Blew it up, dot, dot, dot. So there it is. Boom. Boba Fett blew up the goddamn Sarlacc. Now he's back. Easy. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm fine yeah. with it. You know why? Because it's in a book. He had a rocket on his jetpack. He didn't use it. Uh, yeah. Thermal detonators that are like this big. I mean, he had those. Well, I mean, I mean if th- he resupplied before he went in there, yeah. I just this this is not this is the easiest thing to explain ever. So people like that's the big thing. People are he's dead. He's in a sarlacc. Fucking uh, no way. He? Now jetpack. Yeah. He's okay, got so the rising the- phoenix. Other than my dick, it's a good name. Oh, now, man. here's Isn't a question. The greatest, greatest boner name ever, Rising <laughs> Phoenix. Hey, baby. I here's studied a- in the uh, art of the Rising Phoenix. You want to uh, <laughs> slip in this hot tub? The rising There's a pork Phoenix. here floating around. Um, yeah, Phoenix and a pork. Thank God I'm not That's single. Yeah. That's in a mix somewhere. I have a question for you. Are we going to see any of these Mandalorians with their helmets off together? Are we going to see Katie Sackhoff, Bo-Katan, if and when they introduce her? Are we going to see Boba Fett with his helmet off? Are we going to see Pedro with his helmet off together? Are we going to see Katie Sackhoff naked? Oh, say Only in my mind. I mean Sackhoff. I loved her in Balser Galactica. Oh my god, she was so hot in that. Um, but are we going to see them? And are we going to see some explanation of this? Is there going to be a thing where it's like, it's okay, I can take my helmet off because they all fucking did it in Clone Wars. It's true. Yeah, it's so weird. You know, prequels and stuff like that. Yeah, so now yeah. they, they like, is it a thing because of like the event of when the Empire like washed over Mandalore? Like, was that like a shame that's, thing? Got to keep it on forever, maybe. That's what I assume. Yeah, I assume. Yeah, that's how they. It'd be able to easily write that off, anyways. You know what I mean? Like fold it into the script and the narrative. 
Chris, what do you think of uh, what do you think of Boba Fett coming back in Mandalorian? Uh, first thing I thought was um, pack your bags, we're leaving. He's <laughs> <laughs> dead, Boba. Tamira Morrison, fucking lad, have it. Do you know what I mean? If he's coming back, uh, surely, surely we're surely we're going to get Captain Rex as well. Yeah, why not both? Mm, yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, why not both? Because Rex, 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 is, Rex is a clone of his dad, so it's yeah. like surely it's going to be like he's got to get that grey beard on, any and shave his head, and oh fuck yeah, I'll have some <gasps> of that. Oh yeah, I'll have I'll some of that. that. You're like that. a you're like a half closet Boba Fett fan, right, Chris? I feel like you you throw off. Oh yeah, here's the tattoo. Look, yeah, that's the vibe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Couple times. I'm not I'm not closet fan. Upper mid, left arm. I'm gonna say that made it sound like it was like embarrassing to like him or something like you're yeah. a closet Boba Fett fan. I mean he doesn't yeah, bring it up a whole lot you know he brings up the Luke and the Porgs and stuff but like you know and Ewok Wicked, and Wicked and he, you know yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just the, the Boba Fett thing's a little yep, on yep. the side Sheev he likes Sheev yep. Sheev yeah. yeah so that's good yeah, so you're excited like, you're excited huh yeah, um, yeah yeah like anything like we said throughout the whole of the lead up to Rise of Skywalker as long as it's done well <laughs> yeah. I mean, as long as we don't yeah, see Mandalorian pick up basketball, I think it'll yeah. be great. <laughs> what they showed know, me in right. season one, they did well. So I have 100% faith that they will yes. do this well. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. I mean, Filoni seems to be the kind of guy who is taking very seriously his responsibility of this, like, so loved and cherished story especially you know watching I mean? the gallery stuff like you know yeah. if yeah. that guy's around for everything which he definitely is it seems like th- it's gonna be in good hands i think you got yeah. his knowledge base with the favreau like knowledge base it's gonna be good as as long as he doesn't say i'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe <laughs> <laughs> be all right this great. guy doesn't die, does he? <laughs> <laughs> God, best scene in that movie with them seismic charges. <laughs> seismic. Oh, let's see more of them, dude. Fuck me, yeah. Fuck yes. Oh, just dude. fucking. That's hey, a true just thought, just thought of something. We're going to see Slave 1. Versus oh, We're going to see Slave 1 again. A slave one versus the Razor Crest? Is that what you just said, Greg? Oh, oh, dude, if I they got in a fucking dog fight, oh, yes, that slap. Yes. I'm going for Wank. I'm going for, <laughs> for Wank. I'll be back. <laughs> I don't need to. I'm just boys, finished. Fuck you, I mean, come on, Chris man. left, man. He's going to go jerk off now. <laughs> that's that's going to be oh, how it, they there get it is, into... There it is. There it is. Oh, He's God. doing it in the camera. This is a I kid do it, show. I do it myself, but I just finished early on that fucking thing. Like, I didn't even have to jerk off. It I just went in my that. pants. I didn't, I, I, didn't need to, I didn't need to touch it. It was there. Oh, my God. I mean, oh. that's how they get introduced, right? Like, oh. Slave One's going to come oh, out of the blue and just fight fucking between paralyze the oh, Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, I didn't wait you because you put endless. up kind of a fight. Why are people hating on this idea? There's so much know. shit. I can't that. Because that people are dicks. Amen. <laughs> and I don't even believe in your normal God. Flow through you. I mean, can we just say how good tomorrow looks? I mean, yeah. Jay, like 
Attack of the Clones was fucking 2002. That was like 18 years ago. Aquaman, like, it's perfect aging. Very perfect aging, well. You know, like very. Boba Fett's going to be old, so mm. it's perfect. And and uh, Captain you know. Rex, if you're going to well, do both, see, that bingo. I was just going to say, are we? Does this open up the idea if we're if we're going to see Ahsoka? Are we going to see Rex? Oh, Rex him. didn't fuck die him. on Andor. That's dumb for him to die on Andor. Yeah. Okay, no, he didn't die on Andor, did he? No, no, he was there. He was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They there. said he was there, and like that photo on that one card or in that one scene. <laughs> Rex is a lad. So while Lando's doing his fucking clapping, drawing your knob, <laughs> Rex is Rex is getting it on with some pilots and one of Let's face it, dude. He probably included an Ewok too. Yep. Yeah, like he, he's he's not just into humans. I yep. feel like he's you know clones could you know they they just kind of get around the alien races. You know what I'm saying? I'm I just mean, putting that out. Uh, he was the Scorpion King, right? Or the King, <laughs> the King guy, you know, King Rasmussen or whatever his name was. I don't even know why I know that. <laughs> I hate like movies. I thought about Rex and Back to Clone Wars, by the way, and like Revenge of the Sith. Commander Cody was a fucking asshole. He didn't even hesitate. Kill that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That chip I know. had him cold. Dead to rights. Like doing it. Yeah, Commander Cody, you, you have this feeling the whole movie, he's he him and Obi Wan are bros like Ahsoka and Rex. Nah, son. Commander Cody just chipped your non fucking stone cold killer. Yeah. You know you know why? You know why? Army. Army grunt, man. He's just a foot. He's just a dude on the ground. You got to be one of those fancy ones, like those arc trooper types. No, I'm saying with the skirts, <laughs> battle skirts. Yeah, battle skirts, baby. You, I'll, hey man, if you're, wearing, if you're wearing a battle skirt in a battle, you got some big time emotions going on. So, a lot of love, right? my boy Rex. All, all Cody got was those cool binoculars. <laughs> all he got, yeah, no true, battle skirt. Yeah, this cool binoculars of this uh, shitty fucking lizard that he killed. And then the next generation yeah. came out and goes, "God damn it, they gave me Jordy eyes." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love bringing Star Trek in. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah. Any so speaking of Mandalorian and um, Rebels. There's a rumor from uh, Noah. Ground Control. From Ground Control. Outlaw, Outlaw Noah. Is that what his name is? Yeah, man. Noah Outlaw. Noah Outlaw. He says from his sources that Sasha Banks, who we've mentioned on this podcast before as being cast in The Mandalorian Season 2, is to play the one and only Sabine Wren. <laughs> I mean, the hair matches. Well, the hair's... Uh, Made in it. It's gotta be. So I, I thought Sabine was Asian, but mm. I'm cool. It's yeah. not a white chick, I so I'm okay vibe. with it. I got an Asian. You vibe. know what I mean? But it's not a white chick. So as long as it's not a white chick, I'm cool. Because yeah. she's not white. <laughs> <laughs> you know who she's related to? Who? Sasha Banks. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Nice. I'm the motherfucking D-O-double-G. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Well, Calvin I mean, Brodus himself. The final, <laughs> the final scene or near final scene in uh, Rebels, you know what I mean? Ahsoka the White comes to collect Sabine. That, boom, occurs right at the same time that Mandalorian is happening. They're a couple years up. or so yeah. after Return of the Jedi. They're going to show up in that cool Jedi temple ship. Mm-hmm. That would be dope. Yeah, Give it me looks that. Like 
Oh, dude, that that was a throwback to an old like old Republic era like ship mm-hmm. design. Love that architecture. But that's going to be really cool. So does that mean they're on their way to the outer rim to go find Ezra? Oh. Grand Admiral Thrawn. I think I think there's a it's gonna be a Pierce dark... Brosnan needs yeah. a Pierce Brosnan needs no! a <laughs> God, I know I mentioned the GoldenEye thing earlier, but man, if it's Pierce hey, Brosnan. Hey Jimmy, oh, you know how you know how I was you know I was dancing around the fucking room when Tamori Morrison was announced. Are you gonna do it when Pierce Brosnan's announced as Thrawn? Oh, Please fucking God. film yourself. No, I'm going to cry into a box of fucking Oreos and just you know, get diabetes and call it a day. Deep you fry know? them bitches. Make it what's even you, better. What's your dream, dream casting, Jimmy, for your favorite character of all time? Who, I've, you know, I've thought about it a whole bunch of times, and naturally people think like Benedict Cumberbatch. And yeah, okay, maybe, but he's too – nah, he's too – no. No, I'm not really thinking that. I'm really got, kind of giving it some hard time, hard time thinking about it. You, you know? don't know? I think – actually, no. You know what it is? Um Adam Sandler. (laughs) Yes, that was it. Um, I'm having a hard time with his name. Young Magneto. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Thank you. I think think Michael Fassbender would be a cool Thrawn, and I'd be down with that. Chris Tucker. (laughs) Mine, if you're going, like, if you don't mind him looking a little older, Christoph Waltz. I no, know. I think The Rock should play it. The Rock! Oh, fucking Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, Tabernak. Oh, my God. That's Canadian for fuck me. Uh, I, this, he he wouldn't be as tall, but Christopher Waltz. Yeah. That's where I'm at. You know what I mean? Christoph oh, Waltz. he's... He, yeah, he, he looks like his face looks too much like Christoph Waltz. No, the voice would be nailed though. Oh, I, I feel like the, the voice. I feel so like well. the voice would overcome the slight offness of the look. He would have to really slow it down though, because Christoph Waltz tends to be more like, oh yes, mm, yes, of course, almost like sometimes jittery. He needs to be way more relaxed. Like, yeah, he's not. He's not an Christoph Django, man. Like if Christoph Waltz was it, like Christoph Watch Waltz. Django, Watch Django, man. Watch Django. He nails. No, 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 no. I love. Listen, I love Django. I think there are still some things in it where he's like he. Thrawn is not a guy who speaks very fast. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but what's the opening of Inglorious Bastards as well? When he's like, yeah, oh, dude, it's like. I'm not saying he doesn't have. Ah, He doesn't have the ability to do it. I'm just saying he's going to have to do that particular style the entire way through. There can't be any. Nail it. Now, no, Jimmy. Let's let's just say. Pierce Brosnan or Chris yeah. Waltz. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying Pierce Brosnan's no brainer, but whatever. <laughs> I, I fucking live and pray for that day. I want to see him like fuck a chick like on a top as Thrawn. <laughs> In golden eyes. You know, when she's trying to kill him with the leg the thigh thing, which I don't like know how you to kill a human being that way. But now, we, now we've got a Star Wars movie. <laughs> Fuck me now. <laughs> there we go. Oh dear. Well, it's not on the top. It's a Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be. I mean, I was thinking Twilight, but maybe a Dathomir witch. God, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, Ooh. you know what? Ooh, yeah. I want to see. Ventress comes back. Thrawn fucks Ventress. Awesome. I'm just saying. <laughs> Not a point, no, dude. The thing that movie. people are passing around, Thrawn fucks um, Hera. That's that's the that's the ship that's been sailed for so long, what? so long. Really? I know. It's, 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 well, no, it's a weird it's a weird daddy. thing. 
it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Paris you know what I mean? so motherly and good. Like I can't see that I, happening. Yeah, I know, but that's just like this is what the fans would like. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not actually what would realistically <laughs> happen. Yeah. Yeah. I argue. Who's, pl- who's playing her then? Who's playing her then, Jimmy? Franka Jansen. Is this uh, Hera? Oh man, I I haven't even given right. thought to any of that stuff. No. <laughs> he, he, hear me out. Mon Mothma is like Tony Soprano, like level of you know, and and Thrawn is his Guma, is her Guma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no. saying. And Pierce Brosnan and that chick. I mean, great. Let <laughs> <laughs> a ride. Could even be a droid. Who cares? Oh, it God. works. Promise. <sighs> All right. So, <laughs> I make solo quotes and you guys just go silent. Jesus. <laughs> you can go watch Solo again, guys. L3 has a robo vagina. Just saying. Oh, no. No, dude, that's heard. That's heard. That's seen. <laughs> I won't say felt, but, you know. <laughs> and she's all down. You know, Kira's like down. Yeah, it works. Yeah. Oh, if I was Kira, I'd be like, show me. No. Really? I know no, Terrence Cassidy. I know a guy that when he comes, his face turns into tiger stripes. <laughs> it's Joe Exotic. I definitely got to see a robo-vagina. <laughs> All right, we're way late in the show, and I've been having too much fun. I need to shut up. But anyway. Actually, this <laughs> ends. There's the... no Eric to hold me back. No, this is good. This is good. We're actually. Rain it in. This is the end. I don't have any other real big news going on. So uh, any any other comments on uh, Tamara Morrison, Boba Fett, anything, guys? Can't wait. We're in yeah, for a, a fun few years. Let's let's have it. The world's going to shit, but Star Wars looks like it's gonna get good. I mean, right. I mean, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. what we all been hoping and waiting for, and here it is. So, folks, thank I you think- for joining us. Episode number one one nine of the Scruffy Looking Podcast is Dallas. Thanks for being with us. It's been Woo! a real pleasure Welcome. having you on here. Always a fun. So, guys, uh, we're just going to play you a little ditty just to kind of take you off into space here. This party's over.